Do you struggle to stand out from the crowd with your business? Do you feel you're vanilla? Are you getting the referrals and repeat business you hoped for? Or would you like more? Would you like to increase word of mouth recommendations? Would you like to increase your shares on social media? If you've answered yes to any of these, then stay tuned because that's what we discuss in a very different way in this week's Choosing Happy podcast. Welcome to the Choosing Happy podcast this week. And I'm really excited about this episode. Um, It's very personal to me and reminds me of someone very special. The episode this week is about how to be remarkable, both in your life and in your business. And just a quick update before I begin. Partly this episode was inspired because of kind of the things I flowed through this week, the lessons. I'm always looking for the lessons during the week. You know, what am I not paying attention to that I could be? What's the the main theme of the week that keeps coming up for me? And so I, I randomly watched a movie earlier in the week called The Peaceful Warrior. And that was really interesting. It was about a gymnast who was very egotistical and bragging and Um, kind of full of himself and it's how he turns to focus to alignment to really managing his energy and attention he steps into his personal power and he becomes a remarkable gymnast I've then listened to a couple of recordings from a lady called Penny Kelly who you can find on YouTube and she again is mentioning the rock and coming from a peaceful place and a place of curiosity where you're building your personal power and your focus and your perception are very different from others so that you're not triggered by events outside of you. I then was drawn to listen to an inner peace meditation again focusing on building that inner peace, that rock of inner peace, so that you're not affected by outside circumstances. And it's really interesting that all of this came this week, because I do get a sense that things are going to go a bit mad over the next few weeks, even more than they are now. The other thing that kept coming up, um, I randomly open a page of a book every morning, and I got the same page all this week. And that was about making decisions from the heart, feeling in to the decisions rather than making them intellectually. So putting your intellect to one side and just allowing your heart, your feelings to let you know whether it's the right decision for you or not, irrespective of logic. And if you can't feel or make the decision at the time, you're not getting sort of an answer, then the idea is just to wait to wait until it does feel right for you, that you're getting that message from your inner sense that it's the right time and you know what the right move is at the time as well. So some very powerful messages, but they all come kind of together into that 
powerful self stepping into personal power, building that rock, coming from that calm space and not reacting, more responding to your outside circumstances, coming from that place of calm detachment where you can make choices that are really good for yourself and for the best interest of all moving forward. So the other thing that came up for me was I was listening to um, a book, an audio book this month on resilience. And I've decided that I'm going to start a book club. So the last episode each month, that's the last Monday of every month, will be a review of a book that I have read and recommended at the beginning of the month. So this month's book is by Emma J. Bell, and it's The Nine Secrets to Thriving. And again, it's about how to build resilience, self-care, self-love, again, so that you're in that solid rock place and able to weather almost any storm. So that's the, the book club read or listen to for this week and I will review it at the end of the month um, with a hope to interview Emma in August. Let's get into being remarkable in the Choosing Happy podcast. When I was considering what to cover in this episode, I looked at a book which I think I mentioned in the first episode which really inspired the podcast called Getting the Best Out of Life and that book's a really old book but it's a collection of articles um, by famous people back in the 50s and it really inspired me as I was growing up just some of the articles kind of highlighted things to me and, and actually changed the way I approached life as well and helped me with my confidence. Um, and one of them is about being remarkable. That's not what it's called, um, but it's looking at, you know, if you're, you feel you're being vanilla in your business, if you buy gifts in your relationships and they kind of don't hit the mark, if you're struggling to stand out from the crowd, either in your business or in life, and you're not getting the referrals or you're not getting the repeat business you want from your existing customers, there is one thing that you can do. It's kind of a lot of little things, but they all come under this umbrella of being remarkable. And this article really, really inspired that and it pulls together a lot of other experiences that I've had, as well as a lot of learning from some famous people as well. So why is being remarkable important? It helps you to establish a differentiator for your business and for yourself. It makes you memorable to the people you meet, the people you help, the people you come in contact with, and they're more likely then to share with others, which is what really remarkable means. They remark upon hopefully the positive things that you have done for them. And 
we're talking about small differences here that make a big difference to the individual. And it takes a bit of time sometimes, but it's a great habit to create. Now, the article in that book was also based on an article called The Bromide and Other Theories by Jelek Burgess. I'll put the details in the show notes. And it talks about even though you do the right thing, are you doing it the right way? When we think about people who copy from other people, they often don't get the same results because the energy behind it, the alignment, the understanding of why something is done that way is missing. It's kind of a missing ingredient. And it's also to be remarkable, you really have to pay attention, pay attention to yourself, your clients, your friends, your family, pay attention to the details and think about them from their perspective, not just from your own perspective. And doing that little bit extra really makes a difference. So, for instance, if you're just saying good morning, if you're at work and saying good morning to your staff, remembering their names and using their names makes a difference because they realize that you know who they are. They're not just nameless people working for you. Speaking clearly and with thought about your words. Now, this one is huge. Um, I'm a trainer of neuro-linguistic programming. And, and the words you use, not just to other people, but also to yourself. You know, I could do a whole episode on language and the importance of the words that you use. And even in the four agreements, being your word is so, so important as well. So really having that integrity with your words and not randomly making promises that you either have no intention of keeping or you just can't keep. And do you listen with kind attention? Do you listen fully to hear what people are really saying and what they're not saying in terms of what's behind the words? There's an amazing phrase they use in the article kindness performed with style so if you listen to someone as, as a coach it's one of the well is this the biggest skill that you use and you're picking up as i say on things that are behind the words the meaning the phrases that someone uses can tell you their thinking patterns and habits so it's really powerful to be able to listen to someone my partner used to ask me where I would like to go for dinner for my birthday and he was what we call a mismatcher so if I said I would love to go to a Chinese restaurant we wouldn't go to a Chinese restaurant we would go to an Italian or Indian or whatever he wasn't really listening to what I was saying and with a mismatcher the best way to deal with it is to say what you don't want because that's the best way to get what you do want <laughs> because they they listen but they choose something different and especially in a 50 50 situation and you know that someone's a mismatcher then choose what you don't want 
are you really listening to what people are asking for? Are you open to hearing feedback? And this is all really important in business because this comes from your customers and your customers' behavior can tell you what the feedback is sometimes. So are you listening to your customers? Are you looking at the results you're getting and using them as feedback to adjust and to make your services even better? Often how something is delivered is more important than the service or the gift itself. There are many, many courses out there on online marketing. Often what attracts us to the course we choose is how it's delivered, the energy behind this, the values, the beliefs, the personality of the person delivering it. So for instance, I interviewed James Wedmore in episode two of the podcast, and it's his positivity, his energy, his openness to spirituality, as well as being amazing in business that attracts me to business by design and to listening to James' podcast each week. So what is it that attracts you to the teachers and coaches that you work with? And what is it that you would like to highlight that will attract your customers and clients to you? Being unexpectedly thoughtful can make a big difference. Thoughtfulness and consideration is the very essence and evidence of sincerity. That's a quote from the article. And what that translates to is if you care for your customers, genuinely care, so you're not looking for the money, but you really want to help them get the results, that comes through in everything that you do. Because if that's your mindset, if you're coming from that place of really wanting to help them, when you speak to them, when you listen to them, you're listening for ways that you can help them make a better business, a better life, to solve their problem. Whatever it is that they're working with you for, you're looking to go that extra mile to deliver that extra special thing that is going to trip that switch and get them the results that they want. So when you give, go the extra mile, the full length of the rope, put some of yourself into your products and services, put yourself into the conversation, be present with people, be present with your clients, get to know your clients, make your clients and whoever's the receiver of your gifts or services perceive that you care for them more than the expense of what you're doing. So you want them to get the results much more than the money that you're receiving. For instance, in Business by Design, when we put together an offer or a program, we 10 times the price in order to work out what value we must be must deliver in order to satisfy our customers and be remarkable. The simple steps you can take 
in your own attitude, in your own perception, to be remarkable. Don't throw away cursory promises or comments that you haven't thought through that can have a very negative effect on the receiver. Don't be late for appointments. Time is our most valuable asset. Respect your time and respect the time of others. Use your imagination to surprise and delight. Put yourself in the place of your clients. Think their thoughts, feel their feelings. Do kindness and business with style. Some examples of business users who do this, for instance, Gary Vaynerchuk, he knows his customers personally. He keeps a CRM database and he knows what they like, what their hobbies are. Now remember, he's selling wine, but he knows his best customers and he remembers birthdays, he remembers special events and he will send cards, he will send tickets to games, he will send flowers, he will send whatever matches his clients because he understands what they do not just in their business, but what they do as hobbies, what they're really, really interested in. And if you've ever read the book, How to Make Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie, he talks about remembering people's names, remembering birthdays, remembering the names of children, remembering the names of spouses, so that you're building a relationship that proves that you care and that you're paying attention that you're listening, that you're being present, and that they are being heard. Another great example is Atomic, which is a membership group for online marketers. And in Atomic, they do fantastic little things like send out envelopes with welcome notes. They send out regular emails to check in on how you're doing. They send you personal invitations. They send out postcards inviting you to special events. And these postcards are handwritten. So it's small things that make the difference. On a more personal note, I went over to San Francisco to do a course at Silicon Valley um, many years ago when I was a technology manager. And there was a big event going on that week, so I couldn't get a hotel near Silicon Valley. I had to get a hotel in San Francisco. It was kind of the last room there because the whole place was booked out. I needed to get a car from the hotel to Silicon Valley every day. And I think it was about 40, 45 minute drive. So I booked a town car rather than getting a different cab driver every morning. I thought it would be better to have the same driver then I would feel more comfortable that way. And my surname at the time was Bond. And this driver was fascinated by the fact that my surname was Bond. And on the last day of taking me to this course in Silicon Valley, I came out of the hotel in the morning and he had a stretch limo, a white stretch limo with a TV in the back playing a Bond movie. And that was just 
so remarkable that it stayed with me. I mean, this was this must have been let's see, it was about two thousand and three, so quite some time ago, and yet I still remember it. I still share the story. I still remark on it today. And the other thing that he did every morning is that he bought me a coffee. So, so I had a lovely hot coffee in the car while we drove to work. So it's those small things, those things that make your customers say, wow, that make the difference. So if you're a cab driver, whether you put magazines in the back of your cab, whether you've got regular customers you buy coffee for, whatever it is, just something small that makes them go, wow. It's about standing out from the crowd, especially in business, being memorable. So you are front of mind with your clients and your leads. So they come back to you for more. They love your business so much. They love the attention that they get. They feel special. They feel cared for. It gets you talked about. And if they don't talk about you, it doesn't matter. The pure intention is to surprise and delight. And the first time I heard about being remarkable was from someone I knew in a networking group many, many moons ago when there weren't so many online networking groups. It was one of the first online networking groups in the UK. And I asked him to help me with my business. And one of the biggest pieces of advice he said to me is to be remarkable. Find something to be remarkable. Go that extra mile. Make that difference. It doesn't have to be massive. Just do something special and considerate and caring for your clients that makes your business and you remarkable. The formula for being remarkable is to always be looking for how you can improve the service, the level of care that you're giving to your clients. What's going to make a big difference with little effort? What can you see that maybe even they can't see that they would appreciate and say it doesn't have to be massive. It can be a bunch of flowers. It can be a postcard at the right time. It can be a birthday card or a thinking of you card. It can be a cup of coffee on a cold morning. It can be a smile at the right time. It can be a genuine heartfelt inquiry about how they are. All of this makes a difference. One of the stories in the article is about a woman who receives a book and she sent a thank you note to the person who sent her the book. But more than that, a month later after she's read the book, she sends a handwritten letter saying how much she appreciated the book and pointing out the key elements for her that she enjoyed in the book. And it's that kind of thoughtfulness and taking the time to do something a little bit more than doing just enough. And I think this is important, especially now with family, with friends, with our parents. What can you do that's thoughtful, that's going to make a difference? We tend to know our friends and family more than anyone else. 
but often they're the ones we don't go that extra mile for. So how can you take today to choose to do something special for someone? And the important thing about being remarkable is the energy and the intention behind it. It's not just about getting more customers and clients. It's not just about the money. More importantly, it's really not about that at all. It's about making that difference, that kindness, that caring that's important, the kindness with style. So the takeaway for today is to think of something that you can do for your customers or a friend or family that remarkable, that shows that you care, that you're paying attention, that you're listening, that they're being heard, kindness with style. Once you've thought of something, go over to the Choosing Happy Instagram page or the Choosing Happy Facebook page and share in the comments under this week's episode what it is you did or what it is that is remarkable. Make it something you love doing and that's maybe something you can do consistently that you can build into your business processes, that you can build into your customer service process. Have a listen or a read of How to Make Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. And if you love this episode, please sign up, leave a review and share with anyone you think would benefit from listening to it. I really appreciate your help in supporting me to grow the Choosing Happy podcast. And final thoughts, it's the small things that matter. It's the paying attention. It's the doing something for someone because you know they would love it, not because you would love it if they did that for you. It's what you know they would love. Take the extra few minutes Put in the extra little bit of effort because you want to. And watch the world change around you. Remember, kindness with style. All of the links for this episode are in the show notes. And I look forward to seeing you next week on the Choosing Happy podcast. <laughs>